time it is. It is time to rise and grind. So go ahead, grab your cup of coffee, grab your device, and let's get into this word. Good morning, brothers. What's going on? This is Pastor S. Jeffy Munts, and welcome to Morning Meditation for Men. Thank you so much for taking your time to be with me on today and spending a little bit of your Tuesday morning or whatever day you're listening to this on, just a little bit of your day with me today. All right, um, so we're going to go right into this. We're going to jump in. Um, We've got a couple scriptures here that I want to read. We're going to start with Proverbs 1 and 7, and I'm going to read from the Message Bible, and then we're going to jump over to Psalm 128 and 1, uh, and I'm going to read from the Amplified Version of the Start with God. The first step in learning is bowing down to God. Only fools thumb their noses at such wisdom and learning. That was Proverbs 1 and 7. Psalm 128 and 1 from the Amplified Version says, Blessed, happy, and sheltered by God's favor is everyone who fears the Lord and worships him with obedience, who walks in his ways and lives according to his commandments. All right, let's try to unpack this a little bit this morning. Okay, uh, so I want to talk about Lord, you are welcome. And I really want to look from look at it from this particular standpoint is that when we are men of integrity, which is what we've recently talked about, the next step is to stay. How do I say this? OK, so the easy word is to fear God. But the word that I really want us to lock in and lock in on is to honor, respect and be in awe of God. Okay, so to fear means to honor. When we're talking about the fear of the Lord, we're talking about honor, respect, and being in awe of him. We're not talking about being afraid of. So when we talk about fearing the Lord, we're not talking about being afraid of the Lord, but we're talking about honoring him or respecting him and um, being in awe of who he is, awe of his abilities and uh, in our lives, awe of his abilities just in general, okay? Um, so when we are men of integrity, we should stand in awe of God. And the way that we stand in awe of God is that we tell him, God, you're welcome into our lives. In every area of our lives, we should be welcoming God into our lives to lead us, to guide us, to direct us. So let's let's kind of break this down a little bit, okay? So when we're talking about uh, God being in our lives, God leading us, God directing us, we're talking about Holy Spirit who takes residence once we say yes to Jesus Christ. When you say yes to Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit then takes residence in your life and he is the leading and guiding force of your life. No longer is it your own consciousness or your own subconscious, but it is Holy Spirit who, who is the, the one who guides. Okay, uh, when we're when we're not in God, then we're on our own. We're doing our own thing. We're thinking on our own ways. Uh, we're hearing from the enemy even. 
the enemy of our souls and you know he could be in our subconscious or he could be around us and he could be sending um his his workers to speak words in our ears but when we are in jesus christ when we say yes to him then holy spirit takes residence in us that's one thing that we need to be in awe of of the way that holy spirit is omniscient god is omniscient jesus christ is omniscient right meaning that he knows everything and he is also omnipresent meaning that he is everywhere at the same time this is this is one of those things really if we just want to break it down to brass tack right there i stand in awe of god how is it that the God that we serve is able to be everywhere at the same time and know everything that is to be known. I stand in awe of him. I welcome him because of who he is. I welcome him because of his attributes. I welcome him because he, listen, catch this, because he loved me before I even loved myself. God loved me. Now that's enough, that right there, that's, that's a mouthful. So we have to be in a place that we can stand from a mountaintop and we say, Lord, you are welcome. What areas of our life should we be welcoming God in? We should be welcoming God into our marriages, into our families. How do we do that? Uh, we comprehensively make sure that we're taking time with our children and we're pouring in the word of God into our children. You know, not Bible beating them, but sharing the word of God and sharing how being practical about the word of God has helped our lives as men, especially our young men. Now, let me, let me, not, let me not say that. Let me not say that. You know, I, as a man, we have an affection for our seed that are, are, that are boys, and we want to make sure that they come out right. But we've got to pour that same energy into both our boys and our girls. We can't let the girls go by the wayside or think it's just the mom's that uh, job to pour into the girls, right? Okay, so you got to pour into in our in our families, not in our marriage. How does your how does your marriage stay hot? How does your marriage stay on fire? By spending time in the word, by reading the word of God, by praying together, by meditating on the word of God together. This is it. Allowing the Holy Spirit to be in that welcoming God into this marriage. I got a challenge for you. If you're in a place where your marriage is not where you want it to be. If you're in a place where your marriage is not where you want it to be physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, I dare you to stop. I dare you to get out of your feelings, as the young people say, get out of your feelings and go before God and lay the issues down before God and trust God. Here is the issue that many of us deal with. It is because we go to God, we give him in prayer, and we, we respect God enough to go to him in prayer, and we pray, but what happens is after we pray, we turn around, we lift up the thing that we prayed about, and we go back and we try to fix it ourselves. See, here it <laughs> let I hope you catch this analogy because this this just this one is good. This one is direct from heaven. I am a chef, 
I know how to cook. I don't know anything about a car. I have a mechanic who works on my cars or I have a dealership that works on my car. I cannot go to the dealership or the mechanic and say to the mechanic or the dealership, listen to this, that, that this is wrong, this is wrong, and this is wrong. And they say, okay, Mr. Muntz, we noticed that these things are wrong. Thank you for bringing us the car. Now, what would a sensible person do? A sensible person would get a ride and go back home and wait for them to call you and say, the things that you bought your car to us for have been repaired. It is now good enough for you to drive it. Oh, this is good. But see, what happens is that somebody who is does not make sense or the non-sensible person would go to the dealership explain what's wrong, get in the car and drive away, and then try to fix it in their driveway. Does that make any sense? It doesn't make any sense. So why is it that when we go to God, we give him, or we tell him what we, what, the, the, the things that are going wrong in our lives, but then when we get up from prayer, we go back and we try to fix what we just prayed about. We haven't waited for instruction. We haven't waited for direction. We haven't waited uh, any time in, in prayer. But we get up and we go back and we try to fix it. There was a song when I was a young boy, they used to sing, take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. See, this is the problem is that we're taking our burdens to the Lord and then we pick them up again and we carry them back with us. I dare you to free yourself today. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I dare you to free yourself this day by going to God with issues that you have, praying about them and seriously leaving them at the altar. Leaving your issues, your concerns, your, uh, your, 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 the heartache, leaving it at the altar and believing God that he is going to give you instruction on how to fix it, or he's just going to fix it himself. And you're going to turn around and you're going to see that things that you prayed about have been fixed. This is one of the reasons why I encourage people to journal, journal what you pray. See, it, it, this, it, and, and I, I don't know, we're kind of off, so I'm just going to keep going where I feel the Holy Spirit is leading us, and we can come back and deal with this, Lord, you are welcome some more. But, but this is why I encourage people to pray, to journal. Don't get twisted in believing that your prayer life has to be on your knees or laying prostrate with your eyes closed and you crying. Sometimes that is right and it is good, but there are other times when you need to be sitting up with a pen in hand and you need to be writing. Now, if you're a person who does not journal uh, shorthand, but you're a person who journals digitally, then you need to be sitting up with typewriter or no, I said typewriter. Y'all know I just aged myself with computer keyboard in front of you, program open, and you're writing, you're journaling. Tap, tap, tap. You are journaling. Why? Because it's important for us when we journal that we can go back and see what God has done.
and it wasn't it wasn't by our hand this is this is how our testimony grows brother this is how the testimony grows when i bring something to god and i say to him i can't handle this but then he turns around and before i know it the whole situation is fixed if i go to god and here just a, a simple we we're talking about we were talking about marriage when i went and started talking about this but if i go to god and say god you made my wife uh i, I don't know how to handle this about her and i don't know how to handle this about her and it seems like we're constantly having conflict about it and so i go to him and i pray and i leave it now i never go back to her and say you know what i'm tired of what you're doing it's really causing me confusion i don't understand you you see this is this is it a lot of times that's exactly what we do we go to god and we pray about a problem then we get up and we go screaming at our our spouse about the issue that we've had that we just laid before god god is saying what are you doing i can't fix her because you haven't given me a moment to work on her my god the man at the dealership is chasing you down the street saying, hey, I can't fix the car if you drive away with it. God is saying, give me an opportunity to work on what, what you've asked me to work on. And it is, here it is. This is it. Get this. It is not that God cannot do it immediately. It is that he is dealing with a human being who has their own will, who does things on their own time. Why is it, brothers, that the expectation is that everybody else will be fixed immediately, but we take forever to get fixed ourselves? Woo! I hope you caught that. The same grace that you want to receive is the same grace that you must give out. Yeah, yeah. We've gotta welcome him into our lives, in every area of our lives. I'm at 14, and I know I try to keep this at 20 minutes. I'm around 14 minutes. I'm gonna I'm I'm call it quits. We're going to come back to Lord, you are welcome, because there's a whole lot more here. I, I really want to pull out some more of this. But this is it, y'all. When we welcome God into our lives, we welcome him to work on the issues that we have individually and those things that are surrounding us, surrounding us collectively. Yeah. See? And we got to trust him, though. We, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm getting beat up by my own words because there are things in my life that I want to see fixed right now, right this very minute. But then I have to remember that when God has been working on me, he's been working on me about the same thing over and over and over and over again. Y'all don't get it twisted. Don't think that because I'm a preacher or because I'm a pastor or because I'm in the church, I ain't got no problems. I got problems just like everybody else. I got emotional issues like everybody else. I got financial issues like everybody else. I got all kind of issues like everybody else. And some of some of the stuff is just, you know, I bought onto myself. Let's just be honest. This ain't no nobody else did this. I bought this on my own personal bad habits have put me in places that I'm not happy about. And it's going to take me to trust God 
to get out of them and stop trying to fix everything myself. I, we went on a way out tangent, but I hope this blessed your life today. I hope this changed your life today. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your presence just to say thank you. Thank you for being our strong God. God, first and foremost, we want to say we welcome you into our lives. We welcome you by receiving you as our personal savior, by confessing with our mouths and believing in our hearts that you have raised your son Jesus from the dead and we are saved. So for this, God, we welcome you into our lives. Now, God, in every area of our lives today, we kind of got stuck in this place of talking about the relationship. But God, every area of our lives, we welcome you into we welcome you into our finances. We welcome you into our families. We welcome you into our physical being, God. Help us not to be gluttons and to overeat. Help us not to overindulge in television. Help us not to overindulge in social media. Help us not to overindulge in anything that would keep us away from building our relationship with you, God. God, I pray that you would make us men who are balanced, God, in every area of our lives. Make us strong men, God. When we welcome you into our lives, make us strong men who will lead the next generation to you, God. I thank you in advance, God, that you are tearing down strongholds, God, because of the words that are coming out of our mouths as the men of God. Father, we bless you today and we magnify you and we glorify you. God, I pray, Father, for the brothers all over this world, God. We pray, Father, for the brothers in Ukraine right now, God, who are uh, standing on the precipice of something crazy that they've never experienced before, and they are praying out to you. They are calling out to you for their safety of themselves individually and their families. God, we pray that you would cover them. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would cover them right now that a hedge of protection would cover the country of Ukraine on the north, on the east, on the south, on the west, God, that there would be no invading forces, God, that would be able to cross the borders and cause confusion, God. I pray that one soul would be lost, God, because of a conflict, God. I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you would pour out your, pour out, send the angels forth, God, to stand guard, God, in the the name of Jesus. I know that you can do it. I've seen you do it before, God. Oh, God, cover that country right now in the name of Jesus. Cover our brothers who are listening in the Ukraine right now in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Father, and we magnify your name today. We thank you, God, for what you are doing, God. You are a great God, and you are greatly to be praised. Send forth your power. Send forth your anointing in our lives, God. Oh my. Oh God, send it now. God, tear down every stronghold, God, in the name of Jesus in our lives that's keeping us from welcoming you into our lives. Tear it down, Father. We believe you today to do it, God. We bless your name. We magnify your name and we glorify your name in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus the Christ we pray. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. 
and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together right where you are and give God glory. Praise opens up the windows of heaven, my God, and it will pour out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive. Clap your hands in praise. Shout unto God in praise right now, right where you are. I feel the Holy Ghost. Oh my God, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God is doing something. Brothers, welcome him into your life in every area of your life. Welcome God. Come on, shout it out. Lord, you are welcome. This is Pastor S. Jeffrey Munz. Thank you so much for being with me today on Morning Meditation for Men. I'm out of here. Peace.